Welcome back to Bibelgetics. Today's episode will be a short introduction into the Gospel of Mark. And we will be discussing today who wrote this book and what are some things that we can take away from the author. So, to anybody who does want to take notes, um, there will be a couple of main points that I want to go through. So, I want to talk about who wrote this book, what is some evidence for the authorship, who actually is the person that we believe authored this book, um, who was it actually written to, and lastly, how can we see Jesus throughout this book. So let's start off with the first point, who actually wrote this book that we call the Gospel of Mark. So most likely, we, um, today the church and also the early church fathers, believe that the author uh, was a disciple named John Mark. And this is not to be confused with the John who was one of the twelve close disciples of Jesus and also not to be confused with John the Baptist. So why do we believe that this is the one who wrote it? So an early quote from a early church father, Papias, um, he was an early church Greek uh, father and he was uh, called the Bishop of Hierapolis, which is today modern-day Turkey. Um, and so I want to read a quote from him um, speaking of, of Mark. And this has been, so this was a, a quote that uh, Papias is, is citing John the Elder. And this is actually preserved by Eusebius, uh, which is another early church father writing about this. So it says, the Elder used to say, Mark, in his capacity as Peter's interpreter, wrote down accurately as many things as he recalled from memory, though not in an ordered form of the things either said or done by the Lord. For he neither heard the Lord nor accompanied him, but later, as I said, Peter, who used to give his teachings in the form of Cherea, uh, which I believe is, is meaning uh, short, uh, short, sentences meaning he he was uh short sermons type i think is what what that word means but had no intention of providing an ordered arrangement of the logia of the lord consequently mark did nothing wrong when he wrote down some individual items just as he related them from memory for he made it his one concern not to omit anything he had heard or to falsify anything Okay, so that's a really early uh, quote that we have uh, from Eusebius quoting John the Elder, who Pepius is quoting. Uh, so, um, there's also many more of the quotes that, that I could go to, but I really kind of want to make this a short episode. Uh, but needless to say, unanimously... Uh, the early church agreed that this Mark uh, was the author. So who is this Mark? Uh, we see that he was the son of a lady named Mary, not the mother of Jesus. And we see that in Acts 12, verse 12. It says, When he realized this, he went to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose other name was Mark, where many were gathered together and were praying. Um, also, I did read, uh, as I was doing some research into this, that it is possible that the um, we see that the disciples met at, at this Lady Mary's house, and it's also possible that um, they could have had the Last Supper 
um, at this house, but I'm not too sure on the, the validity of that, but I just thought that was pretty interesting. And also we see in Acts 12 verse 25 that he became a disciple or what you maybe call a missionary, um, and he accompanied Paul. And this is in 12:25 and says, And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had completed their service, bringing with them John, whose other name was Mark. And then also we see in Colossians 4:10 that this Mark is the um, he's the cousin of Barnabas. Um, 4:10 says, Aristarchus, my fellow prisoner, greets you, and Mark, the cousin of Barnabas, concerning whom you have received instructions. If he comes to you, welcome him. Um, and so he was also what what we would call an attendant or somebody who wrote down the things of Peter. He he accompanied Peter um, also in in his missionary work. Um, so who was this gospel written to? Most likely, this gospel was written to the churches of Rome and was probably written in Rome. Uh, there are traditions that state the people in Rome were wanting Mark to write down the things that Peter was preaching, um, and eventually he started doing this, and he would pass them out to whoever wanted them. So, how are we to read this gospel um, in today's age? Um, I, I like this quote from the ESV Study Bible. It says, The best way to negotiate this format is to regard oneself as Mark's traveling companion as he assembles his documentary on the life of Christ. And I like that. I, I like uh, thinking about being able to, to come alongside Mark and, and, you know, picture yourself like with him as he's, he's writing these accounts down of Jesus. And, and you know, we believe that, that this was inspired by the Holy Spirit. So we seek God, the Holy Spirit, working in every circumstance of uh, John Mark's life to write down these things. And that's pretty cool. Like We get to come alongside of that and accompany him um, as his traveling companion. Uh, so I, I think that's a way that we can start off in this book and try to continue that as, as Lord willing, we go through the book of Mark. Um, it's important to, to think, though, that this is not just a normal story, not a normal book. You know, it's easy to look back on, on history, you know, and see history records uh, George Washington as president, right? We can we can see those things as history, and it's easily believable. But we look at at, at, at these Gospels and, and the whole, whole of Scripture talking and pointing us to Jesus is historical fact. But it's not just like another story. This is God-breathed. Um, and we need the assistance of, of His Spirit to guide us, to give us understanding, to give us ears to hear, eyes to see, right? So I, I do ask whoever's listening that, that as we go through this and as I study, that the Lord would guide me in that, that by His Spirit, um, He would draw His people uh, to this podcast and that He would save people through this. That's my ultimate goal is that the Lord will use this as a tool to save his people. And so I do ask whoever listens that, that you would pray for that. Um, and also, you know, if you're listening right now and, and you're not saved, if you're not uh, trusting on the finished work of Christ for your sins, um, then I invite you into that. I invite you to 
the Bible says to repent, um, to turn from your sins. You know, it's a change of mind. It's it's believing another thing that you didn't believe before. So if you're unsaved right now, you're believing that that your life that you're living, the, the sins that you are indulging in is what is giving you ultimate happiness and is what can only fulfill you and that's a lie repentance is is coming to the knowledge of of realizing that god is the only thing that can fill the only one that can fill that emptiness and 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 seeking that through jesus christ that's the only way jesus says that he is the only way to the father um, and, and the Bible promises that if we, if we repent, if we confess that Jesus is Lord, if we confess with our mouths that He is Lord, right, believing in our heart that, that God raised Christ from the dead, He's seated at the right hand of the Father right now, interceding on our behalf. If you believe that and you turn from your sin and, and, and start seeking to obey Jesus and, and live how He lives and lived, um, then he he promises you eternal life. He promises you peace with God. He promises you that he will give you his Holy Spirit to live inside of you and guide you to do those things. You don't have to come to God already fixed. You don't have to muster up all this strength and, and come to him and present him with all the things that you fixed. No, that you can't do that. You'll never come to him justified you'll never come to him righteous you have to have the imputed righteousness of christ given to you and and i i invite you to do that you you take it by faith um and and i pray that god gives you with that i pray that god gives you that faith that he gives you the repentance for the remission of sins and um so that is a gospel call that is that is the the good news of jesus that he he died, he lived perfectly, he died the death that he didn't deserve, that we deserve, and he took on the, the wrath, the separation, the, the forsakenness of God, he took that on your behalf, and so um, look to him, look to him to be satisfied and fulfilled and, and to have eternal life only through Jesus. So I thank you again for listening, and uh, stay tuned. Hopefully I can start diving into the book of Mark, uh, Lord willing, if he leaves me somewhere else, and then we'll go there. But my plan is to stay in the book of Mark for right now. And uh, again, you can reach out to me, um, as always, at biblejetics at gmail.com, all lowercase. And may God bless you and give you peace.